Hey guys, Paul Huff, Pastor of Cross Point Fellowship. We are so glad that you have joined us today on our live stream of our church service this morning. We hope that one day you'll be able to join us in-house, but until that day, just know that these will always be available to you. Well, again, welcome this morning. Glad that you are with us uh, here at Cross Point Fellowship, virtually speaking on Facebook, YouTube. We are glad that you've decided to join us this morning or after the fact, if you're watching this on demand, uh, glad you can worship with us. We're going to hear from Paul and he's going to deliver another message in the series here in a little bit, but we're going to go ahead and sing a couple songs with you and your home. So I know if you're at home in a living room, it's maybe hard to sing, especially around your family, but I encourage you just to close your eyes, uh, focus on the words. We should have the words on the screen this time for you so you can just kind of see the, the words at the bottom of the screen as you're watching along with us. But uh, jump into the worship. I, I think it will uh, quicken your soul to just be excited about God and what he's doing in the world today right now. And so we want to just encourage you to sing along with us. So let's sing together, um, just belt it out, sing it to God, and uh, we'll worship him this morning. Nothing can separate Even if I ran away Your love never fails I know I still make mistakes But you have new mercies for me every day Your love never fails You stay the same through the ages. Your love never changes. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. And when the oceans rage, I don't have to be afraid. Because I know that you love me. Your love never fails. The wind is strong and the water's deep. I'm not alone here in these open seas. Cause your love never fails, no. The chasm is far too wide I never thought I'd reach the other side But your love never fails No, he stays the same You stay the same through the ages Your love never changes There may be pain in the night but joy comes in the morning And when the oceans rage I don't have to be afraid Because I know that you love me Your love never fails 
good to know that he's constant. We can trust in him, depend on him, never fails us. Love can be undone. 
rock won't move and his word is strong. The rock won't move and his love can be undone. The rock of our salvation. well-known hymn with me. We stand on him. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking set. The rock won't move. The rock won't move. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest in his unchanging grace. The rock On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. The rock won't move. No, the rock won't move. And when darkness seems to hide its face, I rest in His unchanging grace. The rock won't move. No, the rock. God, we are so thankful that we have a rock that we can stand on in troubled times and times where uh, the tempest is surrounding us and, and the storm is raging all around us. We know that we have a, a firm foundation, a firm rock that we can stand on and we depend on you. You never fail. And we uh, we need to depend on you now, Lord, um, as as things are unsure and things are unstable all around us. We have stability in you and I'm so thankful that we have our relationship with you to, to depend on during these times. Lord, as we uh, open up your word now and explore what you have to say to us through Paul, I just pray, Lord, that you'd speak directly to our hearts. Let it resound in us the things that we need to hear and help us to respond, uh, Lord, in, in the proper way, the way that your word encourages us to during this time. We love you so much, God. In your name I pray. Amen. Good morning, everybody. We are so happy that you've joined us this morning. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about having faith despite our fear. A little connected to last week's peace during the pandemic. 
Um, now, I don't know about you guys if you've ever been to one of those haunted corn mazes, but I've been to um, a haunted corn maze of some sort probably 20 to 30 times in my life. And on more than one occasion, I have had to lead a friend out of the maze because they have started to hyperventilate. Um, now, haunted mazes to me, they're not that scary because I know that at the end of the day, the people behind the mask don't actually intend me any harm and they're not going to actually touch me. But fear is a really interesting opponent. You see, every time we give in to fear, it grows. It's a living, breathing beast hell-bent on destroying us. Fear must never stop us from moving forward. It must never stop us from trying to reach our goals or move on to that next step in our life. Having faith doesn't mean that you don't have fears. It just means that you allow your faith to rule over those fears. You trust your faith rather than the fear that you feel inside. So today I want to explore choosing faith despite our fears. To do all this, we're going to be looking at the origin story of Joshua. Now we first see Joshua in the book of Numbers. He's chosen to represent his tribe as one of the 12 spies that's going to go in and just view the promised land that, that God has promised the Israelites. So their job is literally to go in and explore it and come back and report what they found. And so Joshua and 11 others are sent into this land uh, by Moses. And at the end of a 40-day period, um, after they've gone in and explored the land and, and looked at the people and looked at all kinds of things, the soils and the trees and the food available and uh, their opponents, because they're going to have to obviously battle to take this land over, they report back. And so the interesting thing is that at the end of the 40 days, when the 12 tribesmen came back and they came back to give the report to Moses and the rest of the Israelites, they found exactly what God had promised them would be there. In Numbers 13, 26, and 27, it says, They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. These are their words. We went into the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is the fruit. They actually brought back a sample. The land is flowing with milk and honey. It's everything that God promised. Look at this beautiful sample of fruit that we found. You see, but their report came with a caveat because in the next two verses, this is what they went on to say. But the people who live there are powerful and the cities are fortified and very large. We saw the descendants of Anak. Those are the giants. The Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. One of the other 11, Caleb, tried to calm the people and encourage them to go in and take the land that was promised. But the other nine spoke out against Joshua and Caleb. See, their fear that they were facing, they allowed it to become too great. Because they feared for their lives, they turned to their own will rather than the will of God. Faith is knowing that God will work in situations that you can't handle on your own. I'm going to say that again. Faith is knowing that God will work in situations that you cannot handle on your own. Unfortunately for the Israelites, they gave in to their fear and it kept them from moving forward. Now, these are the same people who were freed from slavery, who had the Red Sea literally part for them so that they could walk through the seabed. They had food provided to them straight from heaven when they had nothing to eat. And water in the middle of a desert was delivered to them from Moses striking a rock with a staff. 
They had a solid foundation for their faith to be built on. But when it came time for them to place their faith in God this one last time, they couldn't do it. They wouldn't do it because their fear was too great. They gave in to the belief that what they were facing was too much for themselves. And they allowed that to turn into it being too much for God. In Numbers 14, the next chapter, the Israelites go on to speak about electing a new leader of getting rid of Moses and actually returning back to Egypt, the land where they were slaves. Right after that, in Numbers 14, 6 through 10, it says, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, see, tearing of their clothes, it, it, it's, a, it's a message of just being distraught. They destroyed their covering in a show of just complete anguish. And after doing so, they said to the entire Israelite assembly, this land that we passed through and explored, it's exceedingly good. Remember the report flowing with milk and honey. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into the land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. And the whole assembly, you know what? The, this is my, in verse 10, this is their reward for, for Joshua and Caleb, for them showing faith in God. What did the whole assembly think about doing in verse 10? The whole assembly talked about stoning them. The whole assembly wanted to murder them because they had expressed faith in God. At no point, okay, did they say that they were without fear. This was, this was, or they were, yeah, without fear. This is the last chance for the Israelites. Joshua and Caleb did their very best to, to, to correct their path, to get them back in the good graces of God. See, it says, if, if God is pleased with us, then he will lead us into this land and he will give it to us. Well, all it takes for, for God to be pleased with his people is for us to trust him, for us to put our faith in him in times when we are afraid. They failed. They failed. The Israelites failed to put their faith in God. Now, we have two groups here, really. We have Joshua and Caleb, right? The two spies who, who wanted to trust God, who wanted to put their faith in God, who, who said, hey, if, if God is pleased with us, then he will give us this land. And then you have the rest of the Israelite community who said, no, we're not going to do it. We're afraid. We're fearful. And the results for these two are drastically different. You see, all of the Israelites, including Joshua and Caleb, would have to wander the desert for 40 years, one for each day that they spent exploring the land. But at the end of that 40 years, of all the adults that were in the assembly at that time, the only two who would get to see the promised land were Joshua and Caleb. So often we miss out on God's blessing because we give in to the fear that we feel in a situation. We, we see that it's too much for us to handle. We think that we're protecting ourselves, but Really, all we're doing is preventing ourselves from receiving the blessings that God wants to give to us. Don't let fear keep you from your blessing. Don't let fear keep you from what God wants to give you. Don't let fear keep you from what you're supposed to have. If God is calling you to do something or simply to rely on him, trust that he will work to make a way. Trust that he already has a plan to bring you to the promise. 
it was never stated, again, I'll say this, it was never stated that Caleb and Joshua were without fear. But they chose, despite what they were feeling, to put their faith in the God who time after time came through for them. That's what I want you to do in this time as well. And, and understand that this isn't an either or. It's not, I have faith or I have fear. You can have fear and you can have legitimate reasons to be fearful. And I understand that. You may be without things that you need. You may be without a paycheck. There may be so many things that are working against you right now that you just are fearful of and, and understand that that's perfectly okay. But we still must choose faith in spite of those fears. I implore you to place your faith in God, not, not in spite of your fears, not just in spite of your fears, but because of your fears. Know that God loves you and that God wants to work for you and, and work on your behalf and he's here to provide for you even in this time. So place your faith in him and reap those rewards. Because part of having faith is knowing that God will use all seasons for your good. All seasons for your good. <clears throat> Life is a continuation of hills and valleys and the journey that we take to get between the two. Right now, for many of us, we would say that we're in a valley. And I think that we would even say that we're longing for the peak of that hill. But so often in life, when we're going through these ups and downs, we're so focused on getting back to that peak that we miss out on the time in the valley. And we serve a powerful God who can still bless us in those times, still teach us things in those times still look to, to give us things in those times where, when we're looking up and we're looking past the point of our life, trying to think, I, I just want to get to the other side. I just want to get to that, that place beyond this trial. But we need to make sure that we aren't focusing so much on, on the future, so much on, on getting past this situation that we miss out on this time in our life. <clears throat> As most of you know, and many of you may not, I have a two-year-old at home. Uh, her name is Winifred, and the terrible twos are the real deal with her. Uh, we have a seven-year-old. We didn't experience any of this with her. Uh, Cordelia was, for lack of a uh, better term, an easy child. She um, just, we didn't experience tantrums or fit throwing or anything, but, but Winifred, she is a completely uh, different uh, human being. Uh, the, the force, it's strong with this one, right? Like uh, it, it, there's just something about her that she wants to uh, say no to everything that we ask her to do and, and she wants to test boundaries constantly and oh my goodness, the lack of sleep is real and the struggle to communicate is there and, and the changing of the diapers and the paying for daycare and I'll be honest, I am so ready to be over those things. I'm so ready to be past this point because of those things in my life, but you know what I'm going to miss? I'm going to miss being called Dada. The funny things that she says and the cute way that she says them. Uh, she's a lot like me, probably why she pushes boundaries so much. Yesterday, Jerrica called me by my middle name. I, I did something. I can't even tell you what it was. But she said, Paul David. And Winifred looks at me and goes, Daddy David. That's something I'll never forget. It was cute and funny and it made us laugh. And it was a, a thing that just, lifted our spirits. I'll never be able to get back all the first that she's experiencing. I'll miss being told to watch this only to see uh, the most unimpressive, but yet totally captivating thing that she's doing. 
I would never, ever wish myself past the, this point in my life because of all the things I don't want to deal with and miss out on all the things that I get to have. So often in life, like I said, when we're, we're down in those valleys and we're wishing ourselves up to the hill, we're missing out on the blessing that we're receiving right where we're at. Because the God of the mountain is still the God of the valley. The God at the top of the hill is still the God at the bottom. And if we look around, even through the trials, we will see ways that we are still being blessed in this time. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those that love him, who have been called according to his purpose. This time in our lives, like other times that we face, it will move on. It, it will disappear. Eventually, we're, we're going to get past this point. And, and this applies to every trial. Every time you come to a trial, eventually, you're going to move past it. But what it takes with it is time that we'll never get back. If we're so focused on the future, we're missing out on, on a commodity that we just can't get back. You only have so much time. So instead of wishing ourselves past this point in our lives, let's embrace it. Let's try to make the best of it. Let's place our faith in God and try to find a way to make it work for us. Find positives like we talked about last week. Find things to be thankful for. You know, in this time where I'm quarantined at home and I'm not allowed to go anywhere and, and my work is shut down and everything else, I've been given more time to focus on my health. I've been given more time to spend with my family. Again, time I'll, I'll never get back. And I wish things so badly were back to normal, but I'm getting so much extra time with my girls. I'm not missing things that normally I would. And I feel so extremely blessed because of that. I'm also receiving more time to focus on God. I've got more time to pray, more time to be in my word, more time to, to discuss scripture with my wife, to study the Bible together. So things aren't ideal, but I'm still being blessed. God's still using this time in the valley to, to make me a whole and complete person. Every season works to make us a whole and complete person. In God's love for us, in God's love for us, he brings growth out of rain. I want you to think about that. After every storm, there's growth. After every storm, there's a calm. Things are green. Birds are chirping. Things are growing. We'll, we'll get past this storm. We'll come out of this to the other side better and more complete humans with hopefully stronger familial relationships. Faith is knowing that nothing will separate us from the love of God. If there's one thing I want you to know during this time that's gonna help us choose faith over fear, it's that God loves you. More than anything in the world, God loves you. Romans 8, 38 through 39. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, 
Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. This is what these verses are saying. Life is a gift from God, and in death we're united with him. Angels would never separate us from the love of God, and demons couldn't even if they tried. Even if they tried. Nothing that has happened in our past, that is happening in our present, or that will happen in our future will be enough to separate us from the love of God. Nothing. There's no amount of space, nothing below, nothing above, no amount of distance. No created thing has the ability to keep God from loving us. There's no power, earthly or otherwise, that will separate us from the love of God. Understand in these times that God still loves you. Even in the most trying of times, God loves you. In my life, I'll talk about me personally, in my life, I know that there have been times when things have not gone well that I've questioned God's love for me. I've wondered, is God angry with me? Is he unhappy with me? Is it possible that he has stopped loving me because of these trials that I'm facing? Then I became a parent. I became a parent and I realized something, that sometimes you have to allow there to be consequences for your child's actions. Sometimes you're frustrated with your child, but you still love them. Sometimes when you're allowing for those consequences to happen, it doesn't mean that you don't love them. Sometimes you're downright angry with your children, but you still love them. You still love them. Now, what I, I want to be clear that I'm not saying, what I'm not saying is that God sent the coronavirus or any other trial in our life because he doesn't love us or because he's angry with us, okay, or as a punishment. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that circumstance is not a measure of how much God loves you or whether or not he loves you. No circumstance in your life is a measure of God's love for you. That's never the case. God's love is constant. It's there forever. Now, sometimes he has to allow there to be consequences for our actions. Sometimes he's frustrated with us. Sometimes he's downright angry with us. Read through the story of the Israelites. But that doesn't mean that at any point he has stopped loving us. Because God does love you. Okay, because God does love you. I want you to have faith. I want you to have faith that he's working on your behalf. That he will bring good out of any season, out of any situation, and out of any trial. And know that nothing can separate you from the love that these truths are built on. Nothing will ever separate you from the love that these truths are built on. Let's pray. God, I come to you right now. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this word. Lord, I hope that people can see in the story of Joshua the importance of of having faith. And Lord, I hope that you inspire us that in spite of our fears, we should choose faith. Regardless of all the things that are going wrong, help us to place our faith in you, the person who can take our seasons that can take our trials and turn them to our good. Help us to see that we are being made more whole and complete people. And give us confidence in the fact that we are loved no matter what we're facing. That your love for us is not a 
measure of whether or not you're happy with us. Help us to be people, again, God, who choose faith over fear and who seek peace despite the pandemic. Help us to serve our communities in any way that we can. Help us to be leaders in bringing about a solution. Lord, we lift up our world to you. We lift up our state, our nation, our city to you, God, and we just pray that in these times of uncertainty that you move, that you act, and that you use us to help point people to you in this time. We ask for all these things in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. a promise that points beyond my failure. There is a still voice to silence all my fears. Even the worst of my mistakes are miracles in the making. stripes I am healed with one touch I am made whole and you've spoken and I know that it is so in the storm you are peace and your love won't let me go you have and I know that it is so. In every season, your purpose is unchanging. In every moment, working for my good. Jesus, the rock that never fails, your kingdom will not be shaken. Your kingdom will not be shaken. By your stripes I am
the sick and the broken heal Lord you are comfort for every heart that mourns thank you our King and our Savior forever for eternity we will sing of all you've done for eternity we will sing of all you've done between us God with us God for us nothing could come against no one could stand between us your heart moves with compassion there is life there is healing in your love you're the father the son the holy spirit for eternity we will sing of all you've done we sing god separate us from his love where there was death you brought life Lord where there was fear you 
brought courage when I was afraid you were with me and you lifted me up and you lifted me up sing that again where there was death you brought life Lord where there was fear you brought courage when I was afraid you were with me and you lifted me up and you lifted me up and you lifted me up and you lifted me up, and you lifted me up, and you lifted me up. We sing, God with us, God for us. Nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. God with us. God for us, nothing can come against, no one can stand between us. Not angels, nor demons, nor any powers can come between us and God. We thank you, Lord. say just a a final prayer this morning. Lord, we are so thankful for your word, how it reminds us, especially in these times, that we can depend on your love, that there is absolutely nothing in this world, not sickness, not death, not angels or demons or any principalities, any powers can come in between us and your love and you and who you are god um no matter what happens in the coming days no matter what happens in the coming months um for the rest of this year lord when things seem uncertain we know that we can depend on your love it will always be there for us lord be the healer uh be the restorer of the broken during this time uh where there is sorrow and grief lord bring comfort um we depend on you and we trust you to do these things we love you so much god thank you so much for letting us uh, approach you in this way, worshiping you in this way. And thank you for being here with us this morning. In your name I pray, amen. We love you guys. We hope you join us next week, which will be Easter. And we uh, just hope that you have a great celebration at home. I saw something this morning that uh, kind of put a smile on my face. Don't worry that the church will be empty on Sunday because the tomb was empty on Easter as well. Have a great week.